spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Actually, it's not. Uh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, kids, if you can't laugh, you cry. Listen, uh, oh Monday, goodness. we had Chris Merrill and uh, Joe Heisinger in there. Awesome. They start Monday 2 to 4. The Chris and Joe Show. The Chris and Joe Show. Then there's the next show coming in. It's going to be hosted by two gentlemen you're familiar with, Bruce St. James and, of course, Larry Gatos. Then I'm on 7 to 10. And uh, so just to let you guys know, that starts Monday. That's Monday, Monday February 5th. February 5th. That's so right. Mark your calendar. And Mark, and tomorrow, you're not going to be here. I'm going to have uh, Steve with me, the wise man. Let me just apologize and, now for that. Yeah, because you're like, oh, i got to go make money. <laughs> so uh, you won't <laughs> yeah, be that here was, tomorrow. That was pretty much it. That's it. Uh, you have no idea. Like, Bear's like, you guys don't even know what kind of favor I'm doing you. Every day I come in, I lose money. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what he says to me all the time. That's not what I Whatever. said. I mean, it's, it's true, but it's not what I said. So, uh, and then we're going to have, I believe, Bruce and Larry in here tomorrow. So this will be interesting to see how this goes or shakes out. Let's see what this is all about. Are we calling him Larry now? <laughs> wow. Oh, my. Tomorrow's going to be a good day. See if you can sit here. And then Friday. Friday. I'm back. You're back. I'm back. So, because you had to make money, but I don't make money on Fridays. (laughs) Speaking of making money. a happy hour show on Friday. How about that? A little happy hour show? A little happy hour. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh... The latest trend in, uh, and it's funny, I said it earlier, and you kind of went, yeah, and I think Xander did the same thing, where people are filming themselves being fired. Yes. Have you seen it, Xandra? No, no. It is awesome. Like, oh, my God, I think I'm going to get laid off. And then they just, they put it over there, because it's mostly on Skype anyways, because nobody works anymore, as we talked about. And they're just filming themselves being canned. Yeah, and, and then putting it on uh, and trying to get as many likes as they can yeah. and views and all that kind of stuff. And and look, some of them were, there was one a few months ago, I remember, that somebody did that and it went super viral. Uh, it was harsh. It was They did a ton of people at once. And then yes. They, yeah, and it, was, yes. it was really, really bad. It was bad. It yeah. looked bad. It just, but uh, it's, it's, it, what are you going to do? There's no good way to let somebody go or lay people off. People are going to be upset and mad, and it's a weird thing. What was that, mo- that movie? George Clooney was in that movie where he was the— uh, Oh, where he goes in and he, you know— It was more about the fact that he had a million miles, like on United yeah. or something, yeah, but really his, his job was go in and fire people in Have different you seen, companies. Remember Cheers? Yeah. When they made uh, Norm, the guy that fires everybody because yeah. he cries? Yeah. <laughs> you're so you're so empathetic. People love you. And then what happened? He goes, I can't do it anymore. I've run out of tears. That's right. That's dry. And people are mad at him. You, you don't even care. But that's where we are in our life. I want you everybody to think about it. Like today they had, they they dragged everybody up in front of like the Zuckerbergs and the, yeah. the guy from TikTok was his name, Mr. Chim, Chen Miao Mao. Yeah, from Yeah, uh, Mr. Miao Miao. He Twitter. brought him up there. Uh, they brought, uh, which by the way, if you're TikTok, and your bike dance, and you're trying to say everybody that China's not going to go your information. It just makes people go conspiracy, right? And then you right. got uh, who else did you bring? They brought everybody up, and yeah, all the know, tops, like all the top X and everybody. And it, they, the whole thought was, you know, look, we're going to tell you guys you're hurting the youth of America, and they were like, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. We're sorry about that. It yeah. sucks. One one guy, the 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 uh, TikTok guy said, "We're uh, I'm I'm planning to spend two billion dollars next year on trust and safety to to do all the stuff." And and Lindsey Graham asked him, "How much money are you gonna How much revenue are you gonna have next year?" He said, "Well, we're not sure yet." I said, "Well, if it's like a hundred billion dollars, then the two billion really ain't all that much, is no, it?" And it, no. it was all relative to that. And he's right. It was it was it was bad. And these companies make a ton of money. They control so much of our lives now. And look, we've as you said earlier, Chad, we're 
We let them do it. We've we're, opted we, into that. We pick up our phones. We've done we've done all this stuff with them, and uh, so much of our lives now are on these phones. It, it's uh, looking at these apps and. and We've opted into allowing people to run our lives. We absolutely have. We've said, hey, you can do this. We're fine. Because I think for years it was like, I don't think people really understood that we were the products. We were never the end user. Right. We were the products. But did for a second that I think when the iPhone came out that we would be in a position that we would all be addicted to staring at our phones all day. I never once thought that that was going to happen, but we didn't think about things like TikTok and Facebook and and Friendster and MySpace, right. all the, the the you know the burgeoning things that came out that were replaced by something else. And so <laughs> now we're here, and they're worried about kids. But I mean, you know, we've if you're willing to go film yourself being fired because yeah. your interest is in getting more likes, yeah. Because your mean, whole life is public and doing that. Look, for the kids thing, it, it is different. The kids aren't fully developed yet. Their emotions aren't there. There's a lot of hormones going on. And uh, I, I don't know what the answer to that is, if it's more government regulation, if it's the company. You know, the companies are saying they're trying to do things. I, I hope, I would like to think that these companies don't want kids committing suicide and doing things on their watch. But are they willing to drastically reduce revenue or drastically reduce how much time people spend on these apps in order to protect kids? Obviously, the answer is no. no. But we can say the same thing about cars. You know, we talk about that all the time. Could you build every car and wrap it in bubble wrap and uh, make it where the speed limit never well, goes well, over 35 miles an hour? That's what they're trying to do in California, right? right? I mean, you can do that. You, you, We can make cars safer. It's just going to take us a lot longer to get where we're going. Yeah. But but we don't want to do that. So there, there's we have to figure out the way to handle it best. But it's. I rarely think more government regulation is the answer to, to these things. Some, Especially because I, some, when some is good. When government gets in, usually it never goes anywhere near what you think yeah. it's going to be. Well, and it's interesting to me. One of the things Lindsey Graham kept advancing is, don't you think that if a, if somebody's teenager kills themselves, and you can somehow relate it to TikTok or one of these other Instagram or something else, don't you think they should be able to sue you? And Mark Zuckerberg said, well, they, they can sue me. Uh, they may not, prov- you know, it may not win because of it. And it was interesting to me to hear that because there's a, we have so many, we have other laws right now. For example, you can't sue a gun manufacturer. So if your kid is shot by another kid with a gun. But that changed last year, right? We, because we had a couple of those. Well, there's a case that changed it, but the yeah. law itself is still there. And I, it's still very difficult to well, sue gun like manufacturers. Well, it's like anything. It's like, can I, you know, I mean, how many times have we talked about like where somebody gets overserved and then they go out and kill somebody? Or, you know, I mean, or I mean, it, we where is the line and where's the personal responsibility? That's the big thing. I, all the time I hear about we're blaming this person. We're blaming that person. I've, I Where is the person that stands up and says, hey, we got to do better as parents. We got to do better as as as, as a society, right. because that's the other side of it. There is no us anymore, Barry. There is no going to the park. Kids don't play sports like they used to. And, and it's, it's, there is no church gatherings. There is no Kiwanis clubs the way it used to be. They're going down and getting Flappy Jacks on the weekend yeah. with a bunch of... It, it, it's not the way it was. That community is now yeah. online. But there are, those things are there. I just think less people are doing it. That, that's the problem. There are church activities. There are things going on at the church. Just less people are going. There are youth activities. There is after-school sports. There's after-school stuff. But I think so many people now have that their nose in the phone, and they're really more, they, they'd rather live on that phone. Yeah. And this is the point people are making, Chad, and I don't you know, I don't know how true this is, but I, 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 my own anecdotal evidence, I would suggest it is, these apps they make it addictive. Oh, that's what it's they, for. They're absolutely doing it's, that because know, they, it's not even. It's not even like this is my. They've said that. They right. designed it that right. way. 
and that's and that's the problem. Is yeah. it a, is it a great utility? Is it great to have Facebook and I can look at and people you know mind you look at your friends and you see what they're doing, and you see their kids or whatever it is. It's great. It's a great informational source. It's not great if it, if it's causing me to watch it for forty five minutes every single time I pick it up. For me, it doesn't do that. But I can see sometimes I get on Facebook and I look at the reels they call them. It's like the TikTok it's things. It's the suckiest time of your life. It is as far as time suck. It, right? I, yeah. It's the best. They grab you. you. Know, how many times, and I said this day, how many times has somebody sent you a link, dude, you got to watch this, this layers, and you open it, and then you flip up, and then you flip up, and then you flip yeah. up, and then you look up, it's an hour and 20 minutes later, like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, and they're doing that on purpose. It's like it, a casino, right? Casinos yeah. don't have clocks. They don't have windows nope. down there. Why? Because they don't want you to know the time that you've been there for 12 or 15 right. hours. But you have to have the control yourself to not let that happen, and we don't, we don't have it. As a, as a society, we don't have it. We are giving ourselves. We have shown we no longer have self-control. We really don't. It's crazy. We have no, we have no, um, uh, we have no attention span. No. Except for this stuff. Yeah. We can stare at TikTok for hours at a time. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's weird. We can't. How many of you do this, too? Because you guys, you'll watch a TikTok, you'll watch a reel, and you want to see the end of it. It gives you something, and then the person walks you through 35, 40 seconds. You're like, I just want the end. Just tell me that the puppy gets saved. <laughs> My wife does that all the time. How does it end? I'm not going to tell you that. That's what I I'll look at something that's like a tutorial, like some hair product yeah. or something. Yeah. Two minutes later, they've still not shown me the hair product. Yeah. They've just been explaining why your hair is so much trouble. There's a guy who has, he's got like several million followers. You know what he does the, for those long videos that, that are like, oh, tear jerking or like this, or like the Christmas episodes of like, yeah, this is what I got. It'll start out and the person will start saying something. And then he comes up and goes, he, they saved the puppy. And then it goes away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, We're having fun here. Uh, Barry Infragatos. Uh, we talk a little Phoenix police because there may be some issues and the Department of Justice and the feds may stay here for a while. Talk a bit about that. A lot of other things to get to uh, as well. It is the Gatos and Chat Show. See what I'm talking about there, Barry? Barry's here for Gatos today. Said some stuff earlier. I'm picking some up there. I'm picking something up. The 7-11, the 7-10 show is going to be exciting next week. Yeah, yeah. Like and then a, the podcast coming out soon, which is uh, Things like, I Can't Say on the it's Radio. It's like Chad Unchained. <clears throat> this is... Because uh, the Things I Can't Say on the Radio are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> See how easy it is? You just, it, what's, the, what's the name of the show? The podcast? Things I Can't Say on the Radio. There you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's it's explanatory. You know exactly what we're going to get. Uh, An hour of cursing. <laughs> Let's touch, uh, not touch Carrie Lake, because uh, it's not, you know. Phoenix PD. Yeah. Or, uh, Phoenix, yeah, let's, yeah. let's do a quick Phoenix PD, all because right. explain to everybody what happened today, because yeah. the guy that's supposed to be going, I'm going to monitor all this stuff, said, I can't monitor all this stuff, and nobody here is really doing anything. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty major thing. If you've been paying attention to the news the last couple of weeks here in Phoenix, the police department for the last couple of years or so, year and a half, they've been investigated by the Department of Justice. So they're doing one of their investigations, civil rights violations, what's going on. Did you feel we had that... M- Many no. problems. I, I, didn't, I, I, did, I never. I, I didn't either. No. But I, I know we had the, the biggest one we had, and it was an issue, was they arrested all those people who were just protesting. They were just marching in the street. They arrested them. And, and charged them as a gang members, right? Yeah. And it, they charged. Exactly. Like it was a like it was organized crime and all stuff. And it was literally just people doing an honest protest. And you could disagree with what they were protesting about. But my goodness, we don't want to start arresting people for doing an honest 
protest and peaceful and not doing anything wrong. And they started charging these people like gang members. And even though it was it was eventually dropped, it was uncovered. But, you know, these folks had to hire lawyers. It, yeah. it upended their life. I mean, this people probably lost their jobs. It was it was bad. And I, I think there were a couple of other things. So the Department of Justice came in and said, we're investigating. That's going on. Their findings are going to be released at some point here soon, I, I, I understand. And they're trying to get them. This is what's weird about the DOJ and is they're trying to get Phoenix to agree to everything before the findings are even released. Right. Which is right. so insane. Just just come in and say what we're doing is right. And, and of course, Phoenix isn't going to do that. But what comes from these things is that, they, that the court, the, the Department of Justice and the court, they'll put a monitor to, in essence, supervise the, the, the Phoenix Police Department. So there'll still be a, a chief, there'll still be stuff, but it has to all go through this monitor. And the monitor is expensive. It's not one person who just, hey, let me take a peek at a couple of things. It's a team of people who are going to be looking at policies and staffing and how you're, pen, how you're, how you're uh, penalizing people, police officers who might do something wrong. And what the disciplinary system is, it's, it's a huge, all-encompassing thing. They, they, turn, they overturn every rock, and they start to change things. And it's, it goes on for years and years. Some places never get rid of it. It's been going on with the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office because of some of the stuff Sheriff Joe did uh, for, for years now. And even Sheriff Joe Penzone, who just retired, he was a Democrat, he was not a Republican, and he said, look, this is bad. This has not been helpful to the department. It's too long. It's costing us millions and millions of dollars because the department has to pay for they the monitor, for and it's really bad. So they've been – there was kind of a – I'm calling it a PR push. That may not be the fair term, but we had people from the police department and the city and others coming forward. They were on KTR with us too, and they were saying, hey, uh, we don't need this monitor. We understand – tell us what we did wrong. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about steps, and then we'll take care of it. The city of Phoenix, the police, we will take care of it. And – I, I, at least it sounded right. I think a lot of people are kind of getting behind that. Well, today, uh, the director of the police department's uh, oversight department uh, re resigned. And in his resignation letter, he's the guy who's over. He's the oversight he's guy. The dude who's looking at the stuff. Yeah. And he came out and said, hey, I'm resigning because I don't think this office and I do not have, we have not been given the authority, the responsibility. And I and doesn't think it could be independent. Can't, yeah. I mean, it's. That's not good. So so basically what this said, what this guy just said is what the city wanted, what the police department wanted is no monitor. We'll do it ourselves. He just told everybody that isn't working. It's not even right already. It's not set up that way. You know, and this is one of the things I thought of in this. Did he in, in a situation say because everything's hanging you know, out like is, is it because you can't be independent or is it because you feel everything's hanging over you? that it's hard to be independent when you think they're going to scrutinize you to the point because it feels like as they're trying to push, nope, nope, you guys should just sign up with us, yeah. right? Sign the contract kind of thing. It's it's hard to see. But if you're not that independent, that's that's a bad look. Yeah, it, it's it's not good. I mean, this as far as I'm concerned, seeing what I just saw today in this resignation letter, it's it's literally thing one, the Department of Justice will say, yeah, you have to have a monitor. Your own guy, internal guy, who's oversight, he's the one who would be stepping into this position in place of a monitor, and he just told us he he resigned because it was so bad that it's done. So it's just it, it's, gotta, a, it's a shame, but but what it tells you is nobody wants that level of oversight. No police department does. And this, I mean, frankly, this is bad for Phoenix police yeah. because everything that's been going on, they know what's coming. They put this guy in charge of oversight. This is the guy that you're supposed to be your independent guy. He's the guy who's supposed to have a direct line to the chief and say, hey, chief, we just got this. Here's what I'm seeing. We need to make these changes. And those have to be accepted. It has to happen. Yeah. And he's literally saying, yeah, that's not happening. No. That's that's not good. It's going to be that's ugly. Good. Ugly indeed. Yeah, uh, a lot of stuff still to talk to uh, Barry about here. I'm going to pick his brain on several 
things. Oh, yeah. Be prepared. Be, 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 be prepared. We're going to do that straight ahead. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. That is us. You are you. Stay beautiful. That's what I like telling everybody. <laughs> Gatos will be back Monday with Bruce, 4 to 7. Always positive. You Always are. positive. Very happy. You it's a happy what? show. We're, we're, I live for happy. That's what I do. <laughs> People say, are you happy? I live for happy. Love happy. I live for happy. Uh, and then remember, 2 to 4, you guys are going to have Chris and Joe. They were on earlier today. If you missed that, go check it out. I think it's on the interwebs already. So that'll be fun as well. Let's talk a little Carrie Lake. You were just going over all of her stuff. How much money does she have? Well, it looks like, and I'm I'm not an expert in reading these disclosures, but it looks like she raised about $1.9 million in the last quarter. She has about a million on uh, on hand. Um, I know that, I, I think that's less than what I saw from Ruben Gallego. I thought he was about $3.5 million, but we'll have to go back and do a comparison. So she raised a bunch of money. Uh, whether or not it's more or less than Gallego, I don't know. My guess is it's definitely more than Cinema because I don't think Cinema is doing she's much of money raising money. But yeah. she's got tons of money sitting around yeah. because you know why? Corporations love her. Here, here's what's um, going to be a problem, I think, for Carrie Lake. It doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's going to cause her to lose, but I think Gallego absolutely has the support of the uh, Democratic senatorial campaign. I think he has, no doubt. It, and I don't think Carrie Lake does. No. Uh, the last I saw was, and this is before the big problem we had last week, where she blew up the Arizona Republican Party. But Carrie Lake, uh, the, the Senate, uh, the Republican Senate campaign had already said they weren't going to provide money to Carrie Lake. They were focusing on other. Uh, swing districts where I think they thought they had a better chance of success, that could change. I mean, I, that can always change because it depends on where the polls go. They want their money to be used in the most effective way. But at least what's been announced so far is Carrie Lake was not going to see money from that. So uh, we'll see if other money comes in. She has an issue raising money from large donors, from PACs, from, from places where politicians generally get their money. <clears throat> you might say that's a good thing. People yeah. might say that's, that's a good thing that she's getting money from small donors. She certainly has enough name recognition now across the country because of all the election denialism. She gets small donors and, and from all over the country. And that, that may be enough to work for her, but she's not going to get the big influxes of cash that I think you might normally see from a Republican Senate candidate running in a competitive state. They're going to put so much money into this state. I was yeah. looking the other day, and a vast majority of the money that's coming here is not from donors here. It's to swing, it's to protect, it's to do all of the things, uh, you know, to hold on to the seats, you know, because uh, the thought is, well, if Trump becomes president, you know, but we can take the Senate and the House, we've got, you know, what about abortion? I... Six of the seven swing states, and we reminded you guys earlier of this, but I'll do it again real quick. There's only seven states that matter when it comes yeah. to our voting. The rest of us, we know where you're going. Texas, come on now. Florida, we get it. California, New York, okay. Ohio, I mean, eh. but you've got Pennsylvania, obviously it's a big one, Michigan. But we're one of those states. And out of the six, out of the seven, six of them say the number one issue is the border. Yeah. And it's, you know, we'll, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because, Chad, I think we would agree generally the economy is always the biggest issue. Yeah. And how the economy is rolling. And we talked about this yesterday that consumer confidence is going up on the economy. It's still down, but it's going up. If that continues, if interest rates come down, if inflation comes down, uh, we'll see where that plays out. But immigration is so bad right now. What's going on with the immigration story is so bad. And even Democrats are saying it's bad. And it, it's going to, Biden has to do something. He has to at least, show he's doing something. If the Senate doesn't act, if they can't come to a compromise uh, or the Republicans refuse to let that go, then Biden needs to come out in my mind and say, here's my plan. Here's what I want to do. 
Let's sit down. Let's and do this. And he could take executive action. And He's he even got walls right yep. now. And then, you know, that's one of the things. If I'm the Republicans, I would say, look, why would I want to give you more laws that you may or may not, when you've got several laws, and Mike Johnson pointed out several of them, that are on the books that, hey, uh, you know, if you use these, he's the Speaker of the House for those, not some dude, sounds like some guy you go with to high school with, Mike Johnson, what's up, dude? <laughs> but that you haven't enforced, that you yeah. can. And and that's just it. And it's like we've talked about with, the, like, the guns, right? Somebody does something horrific. They decide to take the world out on the world, and they go, and everybody's like, we need a gun control. And then you find out, well, there was 28 chances you could have caught him. You didn't enforce any of the laws. Right. Giving you more laws just means more law-abiding citizens are going to, it's going to yeah. be pain in their we'll, we'll see what Biden does. And it, it, it's you know, it's fascinating because we say this looks so easy. Biden should just enforce those laws, or he can, there's emergency things he can do at the border. He can change things. And I guess the problem is he loses some people on his own side if he does that. Mm-hmm. And the natural, my thing would be, is he really going to lose those people? Where are they going to go? That's it. But then we saw today in, in Michigan. With the Muslims. Yeah, the, 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 the Democrats and some Muslims there who are so anti-Biden right now because of what's going on in Israel with, with Gaza yeah. that they're literally coming out and, and running anti-Biden campaigns. They're not going to vote for Biden. I don't know who they're going to vote for. And I see that. And I said, how dumb can Democrats be that you have a guy who's you, you think you're going to get rid of Biden? You're sending this message to Biden. And you're going to get Trump. Yeah, but see, the thing is, it's for like, them, it's the me. Palestinian issue. And when they hear Trump, they hear isolationist. He's not going to be. Oh, stop it. Trump was so popular. He, he did things for Israel. He moved the uh, the embassy to Jerusalem. Yeah, I know, but they hear isolationist. Like, well, why, why should we be nah. getting billions to these companies, et cetera, countries, et cetera, et cetera? I, I, I got to tell you. But, if, you if know, you're, here's if you're, something else about the Muslims that I don't think people realize, and they saw this in Michigan, is... They're very socially conservative. And when they started bringing things inside the schools that they, these people didn't like, they were pissed. Right. You got mothers and fathers. Yeah. They're very so they're serious about their religion. Well, and look, I get that. But they're obviously this is the number one issue that's affecting them right now is what's going on in Gaza and with Israel. And to say that they don't like Biden, I guess I can understand that because they don't like his policy on this. But if the choice is Biden and Trump and that is the choice. I don't, I have no, stay home. how do those people, well, they're not even just saying we're going to stay home. They're coming out anti-Biden. Yeah, they they're, may stay home as I, far as the voting side of it goes. It, but to me, that's so silly. So you're going to take a guy who made a decision you don't like, but who otherwise has been so much better for that community than, than Trump. And you're going to stick the fork in your own eye to spite yourself. I, I don't understand it, but that's what Democrats do all the time. So do Republicans. Well, yeah, but like so if you care about Israel, you could say the same thing. Like, what a fan, what a friend that, you know, by, uh, Trump was to Israel, but yeah. we don't always vote in the way that you would think. Yeah. Sometimes we're mad at the, let's be real, we're always mad at the person that's in charge. That's very hard to be the person in charge. That's it, but that's why we do it. Uh, He is the one and only Barry Marks, and he'll be back in on Friday. I am out of here. I'll be back here tomorrow with the wise man. You guys have a good one.